Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're highlighting women who led extraordinary lives of resistance. Today, we're talking about a woman who smuggled 400 Jewish children out of the Warsaw Ghetto during Nazi rule. Please welcome Irina Sendler. Irina was born on February 15, 1910, in Utvusk, Poland, a town just south of Warsaw. Irina was raised Roman Catholic, and her parents taught her the importance of helping people. Her father was a medical doctor who treated Jewish patients free of charge when others refused. Through his work, he contracted typhus and died when Irina was seven. When Irina was a student at the University of Warsaw, there was a practice known as the ghetto bench system. In classrooms and lecture halls, some people, often Jewish students, were segregated and isolated from the rest of the group. Irina openly protested this practice, which got her suspended from school. She went on to work as a senior administrator in the Warsaw Social Welfare Department. She oversaw the city's canteens and provided care to orphans, the elderly, and others in need. When Germany invaded Poland in 1939, the canteens expanded their care to provide medicine, clothing, meals, and other necessities to the persecuted Jewish population. Irina and her colleagues registered visitors under fake Christian names to protect them from the Gestapo. They also reported that they had highly infectious diseases to avoid visits from inspectors who might have turned them in. In 1940, the Nazis forcibly relocated all Jewish families in Warsaw to a 16-block area in the city. Walls surrounded what came to be known as the Warsaw Ghetto. They locked in about 400,000 Jews with no way out. Irina joined the Zygoda, a codename for an underground organization known as the Polish Council to Aid Jews. She obtained a permit that allowed her access to the ghetto, where she brought food, medicine, and clothes. But she soon realized that wouldn't be enough to save the thousands who were dying from disease and starvation. Irina came up with a plan to smuggle children out. She knocked on doors in the ghetto under the guise of being a social worker, checking on infectious disease. But really, she was trying to convince parents to let her take their children. She couldn't promise the children would make it out alive, but she knew that they would be dead soon if they stayed. With the help of 10 other social workers, Irina smuggled children in ambulances, burlap sacks, body bags, coffins, and hidden amongst piles of deliveries. One baby was smuggled out in a mechanic's toolbox. A Catholic church sat at one end of the ghetto. Some children walked in on the ghetto side and walked out on the free side with new Christian identities. Irina and her colleagues forged signatures and crafted false documents to give these children new lives. She placed them in homes, orphanages, and convents. She kept a detailed record of names and dates in jars which she buried beneath a tree. She hoped that one day she could find the children she'd rescued and reunite them with their families. On October 20, 1943, Irina was arrested, imprisoned, and tortured by the Gestapo. They broke her feet and legs, trying to get her to reveal the names of her accomplices. She refused and was sentenced to death. But her fellow activists bribed the guards and secured her release, so Irina continued her rescue work underground. By the time the war ended in 1945, 
Shigoda had rescued more than 2,500 children. It's estimated that Irina personally rescued 400. After the war, Irina was blacklisted by the communist government in Poland. Many Polish resistance fighters kept their work secret long after the war ended, out of fear they'd be met with anti-Semitism. In 1965, Israel's Holocaust Memorial Organization, Yad Vashem, awarded Irina the title Righteous Among the Nations. It's an honor given to people who risked their lives to save Jews during the Holocaust. Irina's story was largely unknown outside of Europe until 1999. Four Kansas high school students learned about her story while researching for a history project. They were so inspired by Irina that they wrote a play entitled Life in a Jar. The play toured in the U.S. and in Europe. It gained international acclaim and brought Irina's heroism to the light. The students even traveled to Poland a few times to visit Irina. On November 10, 2003, Irina was awarded the Order of the White Eagle, Poland's highest distinction. Near the end of her life, she was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. But Irina didn't think of herself as a hero. She said, I could have done more. This regret will follow me to my death. Irina passed away on May 12, 2008, at the age of 98. All month, we're highlighting women of resistance. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.